Story and a song, story and a song, words and music, they belong. Story and a song, story and a song, hope that you will sing along. Kia ora, I'm Tanya Bad. And I'm Peter Forster. And we'd like to welcome you to A Story and a Song, a storytelling podcast for children from the Batcave. Okay, well, it's lovely to see you all. Thank you for making it in. We took all your story ingredients that were given to us last Bat Cave. Yeah. I remember. Some cool ingredients, too. There were some pretty strange ingredients. Like biscuits and farting pigs. Yeah, chocolate biscuits. Yeah. yeah. Farting pigs. Ooh, yuck. Rubbish bins. Rubbish bins that move. Yeah. That's right. Um, so <laughs> And Pokemon. This is going to be a very strange story. Yeah, but I didn't want to fall asleep because I know that there's going to be a really exciting story about a sheep. Yes, you have a very good memory. Oh, yeah. <gasps> and it's going to have chocolate biscuits in it. Yeah. It's a pity that some of the people who came up with the ingredients aren't here tonight. But anyway, it'll be recorded on the podcast so they can have a listen to this story. A story that we have made up from story ingredients. And we thought we might make this into a bit of a chapter story. Ooh, a chapter story. Yeah. So we're going to tell part of the story using the ingredients that were given to us last month at Batcave. Yeah. And then we're going to collect some more ingredients this month. And we will continue the story. Oh, that's exciting! <laughs> Do I know the sheep in the story? Are they called Batlam? <laughs> no. We did go through the ingredients before, didn't we? We mentioned some of them. We mentioned them, but I'll mention them again. All right. So the ideas that people came up with last month were a Pokemon. A Pokemon. Mm. Yeah, I had to do a bit of research on this. A Pokemon. A sheep. Um, chocolate biscuits. Yum! And was that your idea? Probably. I don't think it was. <laughs> no, but some of the children remembered about when you met Moira. And she gave me chocolate biscuits and I love them. Yes, we all know that, Batlam. Uh, let me try and remember. So what else were there? There was the the farting pig. Yep. And the rubbish bin that, that moved. moved. <laughs> yeah, so these were the five extraordinary ingredients that we were given to make a story. Oh, that's pretty tough. Yeah, so we've been working on it. Are you all ready? This is a, this is a brand new story that we created from your ideas. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> One excited sheep. <laughs> okay. So the sheep in this story isn't called Bat Lamb. No, the sheep in this story is called... Marip the sheep. So once upon a time, there was a sheep called Marip. And Marip was blue. I know not all sheep are blue. That lamb certainly isn't blue. Blue with a great fleece of cream that covered Marip's body. Now... Marip's wool 
grew so thickly that the minute it was cut, it would grow again. She was like, Marip, Marip, have you any wool? Yes, sir, yes, sir, lots of bags full. One for the master and one for the dame and one for the little boy and his friend and his friend's cousin and all the children that went to school with the cousin. So like lots of bags of wool. <laughs> you get the picture? Now you're probably thinking, that's crazy. I mean, you've probably all seen sheep before, but probably not a sheep that makes that much wool. That's because Marip was no ordinary sheep. She was a Pokemon sheep. <gasps> She'd been genetically altered. <laughs> yeah. And she had way too much wool for any sheep to be well or comfortable or warm. In fact, most of the time her wool was so thick and so heavy that poor Marip just sat in the corner of the paddock she was unable to skip and frolic like all the other sheep in the flock. Poor Marie. Mm -hmm. But one day, the wise sheep of the flock came to Marie and said, Marie, you must go on to the other side of the hill and find the old pink who lives in the haunted farm but you must be careful for many a sheep who has gone to the haunted farm has never returned Ooh, the haunted farm and Marip the sheep said but how will I get there I can't move my wool is too heavy <laughs> My little woolly wonder, said the old sheep. I am going to share with you a sheepret. A sheepret? Yes, it's like a sheep secret. A sheepret. Now, mostly sheep eat grass. But should a sheep eat a chocolate biscuit for a short period of time, they will gain extraordinary powers. Oh, wow, said Mari. But where will I get a chocolate biscuit from? What is a chocolate biscuit? For indeed, Mari had never heard of chocolate biscuits before. <laughs> ah, you are in luck, for I have one last chocolate biscuit given to me by my great, 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 grandmother. <laughs> and with that, the wise old sheep reached with her hoof into her thick, greasy coat and pulled out a little crummy chocolate biscuit and handed it to Marty. There you go. Take it, and may the fleece be with you. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed that, Jude. 
<laughs> well, Marit the sheep took that chocolate biscuit in her hoof and later when she was alone, she took a little nibble of it. Ugh. Didn't taste anything like grass, but it was quite good. And as Marip nibbled on that chocolate biscuit, oh, she felt her stomach begin to swell. And within a short time, her gut biome had been altered into a great gaseous swelling. And Marip the sheep began to float up into the air higher and higher and higher. I'm flying, she said as she looked down at the flock beneath her and the gentle breeze pushed her over the hill to the far side where the haunted farm was. And soon Marip could see the haunted farm below her and just at that moment miraculously her stomach began to shrink again and she began to fall down 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 to the earth now luckily she has a lot of wool so it was like having a big woolly bouncy suit on and it cushioned her fall and when she hit the ground she rolled and there she was up on her four legs once again looking around for indeed the haunted farm was a strange place it was strangely quiet and Marip felt a chill going up her spine which was pretty unusual because she had so much wool she was never cold there was no sound of roosters crowing no sound of cattle's lowing there wasn't even the sound of a dog barking I come. Where is the old pig? And all of a sudden, she heard a sound. And out of the corner of her eyes, she saw a bright pink something emerge from one of the old barnyard buildings. And then she heard the sound again. And there before her appeared a little pink pig. Hooray! Hooray! You have come from the sky, my saviour, to rescue me! Me? said Mari. No, no, I haven't come to rescue you. I've come to see the old pig. And a sad look fell across the face of the small pink pig. Oh, I'm sorry to be the but the old pig is bacon. Bacon? What kind of bacon? Said Marip, who'd gone quite fond of the chocolate biscuits and any kind of home cooking now and was rather thinking it would be good to have some more. Chocolate biscuits? No! No, said the little pig. Not baking. Bacon! And tomorrow... I'll become the ghost pig. It'll be sausages for me unless you rescue me. Oh, no, said Marip. Oh, this is sad and sorry news indeed. You're going to become sausages and I'm going to suffocate to death. 
We'll have to escape together, said the little pink pig. Where will we go, said Marty. We will have to go and see the oracle, the rubbish bin. She knows all about rubbish situations. But how will we get there, said Marty. I can't move because of all my wool is so heavy. You're in luck, woolly one. I had beans for breakfast. <laughs> Take my hoof. Together we will fly on the wind. And so Marip the sheep reached out and took hold of the trotter. And the little pink pig let off such a flurry of flatulence. And the two of them, they soared up into the sky. Onwards to find the oracle rubbish bin. And here our story ends for this month. But make sure you tune into the Bat Cave. Tune in next time. That's right. Sort of same time. <laughs> sort of same place. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. But we have to get... Next podcast. Yeah, next podcast. But we have to kind of get some more ingredients um, for continuing the story. All right. We, we have had enough flatulate. What's happened to Bat Lamb? I, I thought she would really enjoy this story. If you... Oh, no! What's oh no? What's going to happen to Marty? Well, I don't know. We, we are going to have to make that up. <gasps> Do you think she's safe with that farting pig? Well, I don't know. Is anyone safe with a flatulent pig? <laughs> oh, will they find the oracle rubbish bin? No. Will she just talk rubbish? I don't know. <gasps> But we've got Jude and Narayan and Lena and Gregor and Ezra and Sabine. Am I saying that? Not quite right, am I? But anyway, we'll get some ideas off them so that we can continue the story. Now, we worked out last time that you it's not your forte, is it, writing Batlam? No, not really. Now, are there any actual real chocolate biscuits? You could go and talk to Pete when we've finished. But right now I have to... Write down some ideas. Okay. All right. So, um, has anyone got any ideas about things that should be included in the next episode? Oh, Ezra had a bouncing peach. A bouncing peach. I like wow. that. A bouncing Love peach. <gasps> we just, Pete and I just found a wild peach tree, didn't we? Did, and we took all the peaches. We didn't take all of no, them. Some of them. We took some of them because it wouldn't be mean to take them all. All right, cool. Okay, all right, all right. Oh, Jude's waving his hand down there. Okay, Jude, what is your idea? A singing volcano. <gasps> a singing volcano. I love the way you guys think. Volcano. And what about you, now, Ryan? Have you got an idea? Yes, uh... A, a walking tree. A walking, walking tree. tree. Okay. And Gregor and Lena, do you have um, any ideas? But what Lena would would you like to add to the mix? I think uh, an elephant on a bicycle. An elephant on a bicycle. <laughs> you guys, give me a. Lots of excellent material to work with. An elephant on a bicycle. Okay, I, I think I think that's enough for another chapter. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. So, you'll have to come along to find out what happens to Marty the sheep, the little pink pig.
and uh, whether they find the oracle rubbish bin. And true happiness. And true happiness. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, time flies when you're having stories. Are you feeling all story filled up? Yep. I'm all... What, what, are, you, what are you doing down there, Batlam? Every time I see you, like last time, you were all tangled up. Batlam's up to something. I know I'm not. Are you sure? Okay. I was just, I was just practicing my karate moves. <laughs> Your karate moves. Have you taken up martial arts? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be a lamb. Kung fu fighter. Okay. Well. <laughs> Maybe. Everybody was Batlam fighting. <laughs> Alright. Do you think there'll be any martial arts in the next episode? Oh, it wasn't on our list, but we might be able to squeeze a little bit of, you know, action in there. But if, yeah, no. <laughs> Jude and Orion like that idea. Yeah, a bit of kung fu. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Well, let's hope that between now and when we see you next time, we have a whole lot less rain. Oh, yeah, we've had way too much rain. Yeah, and uh, all our... Oh, the poor people who live down in Wairoa and down in Hawke's Bay and out on the West Coast and up in Northland and, goodness, having to clean up all that big mess. Mm. We hope that they, everything they need comes their way because that's... Um, it's pretty tough for lots of people. So we hope that there are happier times ahead this month. Less rain, more stories. So, hi, Rira. Thanks very much Not for tuning well. in. See Bye. you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>